0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Bagging Boardcast. It's episode number 204.
1: I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list, the books
2: that we are looking forward to coming out March 5th, 2014.
0: Then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. This week we're taking a look at some of the books that came out in the month of February. It's our February look back.
1: You know, the ones that stole our heart this valentine's day month <laughs> I, I was gonna try to say something i got nothing yeah yeah you know because there's one thing that steals our heart every single time we do this podcast and that is good old-fashioned beer Ooh, we love and by beer. good old-fashioned i mean craft beer yes and, and aged <laughs> beers and yeah been aged for yeah uh, at least a year yeah this has been down in the cellar for a year and this comes all the way from the magical land of sweden Home of the fish. Mm. I love Swedish
2: fish. Yes, they're, they're really good. They
1: are delicious. Uh, I really
2: like the red ones. I don't really care for the other like colored
1: ones. Uh, no, I thought Swedish fish were only red.
2: No, they have multicolored ones, too. Yeah.
1: Oh, I thought that's what made them Swedish, that they were very red. No, the fact that they're made Sweden. Oh. <laughs> but I heard Swedish candy is really salty. Like, they, like a lot Maybe think about sauce. Swedish fish. Oh, actually. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look at
2: Paul's face. And <laughs> and just like, oh, <laughs> like Those children. rascals are getting one on me.
1: This is coming from the brewery Duggies. Right? I'd say Dougus. Uh And this is a half-idget. Half-idget. Uh, half-idget. And this is the Imperial Porter. Porter. It's 11% alcohol by volume. I thought it was 7. 7? Yeah. Okay. It's 1.90 fluid ounces. Mm. And 7% <sighs> alcohol by volume.
2: Uh, this is one that we could not find at this time, a fresh one, um, mm-hmm. which, when I bought some of these, was that, like, ooh, I don't know if I'll be able to get it, but I had heard good things about this, and a year old, I think it's a really good beer. I wish I could try it fresh. Um, it's got a really nice smoke on it. Really that nice want. smoke, a really nice dark chocolate
1: finish. Like, I really like this beer. It's a sweet. It's a, Weeder kind of dark chocolate. Yeah. You know, most of the time, when we say dark chocolate, it's that earthy kind of dark chocolate finish where it kind of leaves your mouth a little dried out. This has more of a like a crisp, brownie. Yeah. A dark it's chocolate a nice brownie. Depth,
0: yeah. Richness. It's it's solid. It's like it's got like a nice barbecuey smoke mm-hmm. on it. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense, yeah, but when yeah. I, when it's I a sweeter
1: kind first smoke. I was like,
2: yeah, it's like barbecue smoke in my mouth. I like it. Yeah. Kansas City barbecue sauce, man. Uh, I understand? Really good. This definitely gets uh two big thumbs up. Yeah, I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah this is a four. And
2: I was nine worried nine. that we this was going to be a teriyaki beer. Really? I,
0: I, yeah. did, I did three and a half because I really like it, but it's not one of those like, oh man, I need to have it beers. But I really like it.
1: If I see it, I'm if I buy if it. if I see it, I would buy it definitely. That's what makes it above a four for me. Like four is like, oh cool, like awesome. I definitely want to drink that again. Anything above a four is like me gonna. Like I'll look for it next time, and I'm in a store. See, a four, I would, I would, I would be aware to look for it, mm-hmm.
2: and I would be, oh man, I need to have it. Like I, I really want to drink that. Um, like five is that anytime I see it, I gotta have it, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I gotta have this yeah, yeah. every time. But I'm not at that five level yet, but I'm above. Can you imagine a four. this
1: aged in bourbon barrels? Ugh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you wouldn't lose that sweet terry that sweet uh barbecue sauce smoke. Nope. Yeah. Good, good, good. I like it a lot. Yeah. We also like news on the show. We do like news on the show. And there's not much this week. Well there's not there's not much because we recorded a show a few days ago. Well, we recorded on Tuesday and there was a ton of news. Yeah. Uh the only thing I have
2: is that the uh there was a kind of a teaser image released of uh the flash for the new yeah. upcoming uh flash show. On and it's C W on the Spending CW. Off of Arrow. Spinning off of Arrow, yeah. And just it's just a little side shot. It's not even his full head. It's just kind of his eyes and his chin and you can see,
1: like, the like his his, mm-hmm. his ear. And uh I, I think it looks good. Yeah, it's like a, a raised embossed kind of uh, lightning bolt. It isn't the side wing kinda of like pump you no, know, actually off the side yeah. mask, off the ear. Uh, also you got the kind of like full helmet style. kind of Yeah, with that ch- Where, like with a a chin, chin strap. strap.
0: It reminds me a lot of the one from DC Injustice, the fighting game. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks a lot like that costume. But cool. it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, um...
1: It looks Grant like... Grant Gustin, I think is the uh, yeah, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I
0: think, yeah. Which I just recently watched those episodes of Arrow, and they were really good, and I'm looking forward to seeing him in that role. Like,
2: I, I'm from from everything... The casting that they've been doing,
1: everything looks like it's going to be a pretty solid show. John Wesley Shipp is back. Yeah. Un, unknown uh, role for him. Yeah. They're keeping that pretty hush-hush. Uh, Yeah. It'd be cool if he was Jay Garrick. It would be cool. I'm hoping... That's what I'm kind of hold, holding out for, but it doesn't make sense anymore in the new 52 for him to be... Or in, in the comic world or yeah. in the show world. Yeah, for... For him to be at Jay Garrick because there's no
2: other superheroes. Yeah. I mean, they can still have Jay Garrick, I mean Yeah.
0: They, a mentor to mm-hmm. him. I mean they've been doing really well with what's been happening on Arrow. I mean, every time there's a new lance like introduced, <laughs> him, I'm like, who's this guy gonna be? Um and like everything with Deathstroke recently, yeah. like, that was really cool. I mean Professor Ivo, they've had in there, uh-huh. like they're they're doing really uh, well. Did you see like, Ivo Ship's name the Amazo on uh, last week's episode? The bus that is going towards the train tracks. There's an advertisement on the side for the movie Blue Devil in 3D. Oh, that's
2: like, I did not catch that. Yeah,
0: like there's and then um, when Detective Lance gets like the call on his walkie-talkie, like his call sign is uh, Delta Charlie Five Two.
1: Okay. Yep. DC 52. Five Two. Yeah, like. Two, yeah.
0: They're they're throwing a lot of fun stuff in there, and it's like, yeah, cool, you know. Yeah. So they can easily work in a Jay Garrick or, like, a Wally West in that show without having it be like, no, he's another speed, or he, he probably could be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he could. I mean, he could just sh- like the shadow stuff was really cool too.
1: Yeah. What they had the shadow on that show?
2: Shadow. Shadow from Green oh. Arrow. Oh. S H A D O. Oh. Yeah. No. I mean, I I I've. I love Green the or the Arrow show. I think it's they've been doing everything with that right, and uh, I just and it seems like they're going to be on the same way with
1: the Flash. Oh, I got excited because I always, I this is horrible comic book nerd for me. Uh, the Shadow, I always get confused with the Gray Ghost uh, from uh, the, the tech, Gray Ghost from is really cool. I was. <laughs> Batman animated series. I was
0: happy when they introduced the Gray Ghost into the Brian Q. Miller Batgirl stuff because I was yeah. like, "This is such a like
1: awesome jump to make. Like, why hasn't he appeared before?" Because that is basically the Shadow <laughs> <laughs> that they did for DC. You know, for them. Yeah. you know, so I get them confused all the time. And so at DC show, I hear the Shadow, and I'm like, "What? The Gray Ghost?" That's what my mind does, but I say the Shadow. But Chris didn't say shadow.
2: No, no. The shadow. He said shadow. But I... weren't listening. You were pulling a John.
1: You no. were, my mind just made... <laughs> made it just weird made that jump. ...jumps. And then I felt the need to explain those weird jumps to, because I feel like other people might hopefully do this, the same.
2: Well, no, because we were talking about Green Arrow and yeah. Green Arrow characters. It's okay, it's Paul. Let's uh, just... Hey, any other news, guys? Uh, I
0: remembered something as we were talking about it. I have to look up some other stuff.
1: You there. can look that up, and I'll talk about the Nintendo shutting down uh, the multiplayer servers for DS games and also for Wii games they're only mm. going to be supporting the 3DS uh servers and also the Wii U, Wii U servers. It seems well, uh, you're that's... going to get a new Mario Kart Wii U soon, so Mario Kart. Wii, it's Wii, so. uh it
2: seems a little quick for the Wii to get that shut down. Well, no though. I mean, the Wii U's been out for almost 2 years now.
1: Well, 2 years this upcoming yeah, this, this holiday yeah, like season. holiday season, yes. Yeah, hence almost. Yeah. Guess... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's almost. Oh, yeah, I got it. yeah, over, you know, half a year away, but. I
0: mean, those games that people played on the Wii have been out for more than the, those two years
1: too. Yeah, that's the Smash Brothers Wii, right? Yeah, which came out like five, six years ago. Like yeah. Smash Brothers Brawl. So th- didn't like it as much. I, yeah. I bought it and then ended up trading it back in because I'm like, you know what? I never played this, and it's one of those games that actually held value, so I didn't mind trading it back in because I'm like.
2: Yeah, why not get your money for it yeah, if you're not playing all
1: right. it? Mm-hmm. All right, you know
2: I am such not a Nintendo guy anymore. I have my Super Nintendo still hooked up, and every once in a while I'll oh, play Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for it on it. Yep, that was nice. a great one. I have it. Uh, no, you know, yeah, you know, it's usually like that, like sick day. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just gonna lay on the couch watch. Uh, Big Trouble Little China, fall asleep, and then wake up and uh, play uh,
0: some Super Mario World. So, John, can we count on you buying the Big Trouble in Little China yes! comic book from Boom Studios? That's
2: yes, kind of comic- okay. uh, with uh, my, my favorite Eric Powell attached to it. He's doing at least the cover. Yeah, and uh, Carpenter overseeing it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I just actually saw a picture of the two of them together.
1: Eric Powell and Carpenter? Yeah. John Carpenter? Yeah. The d- director. Not leader. from Mars. That's John Carter from Mars. Uh, no, but he did do, do uh, uh, yeah. Mar- something, Water, water Mars,
2: something like. yeah, some, something some of Mars. something. I did some Mars movie yeah. with Ice Cube, which isn't bad. It's kind of fun. It's a fun
1: Ghost movie. Of Mars. Ghost, Ghost of, of Mars. Mars.
0: It, uh, it was taking me a second because I kept thinking about Waters of Mars, too, which was the Doctor Who
1: special. <laughs> I was thinking the Ghost of Mississippi, which is a completely different <laughs> movie. Yeah, it's really different. Very different. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh
2: yeah. Chris, did you think was that your bit that you remembered? Uh no, but I found it.
0: Um also some casting news for the new Ant Man movie. Ooh. Patrick Wilson, who played Night Owl in Watchmen, Watchmen? has been cast for a role
1: Ooh. in Chronos. No, no, that doesn't make sense. that's a DC character
2: yeah, I don't know where you're going yeah. <laughs> um, I could see him as a villain
1: mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I'm thinking like a, a really nerdy villain like uh <clears throat> he was the uh espionage
2: um villain in uh a team he was that agent in the a team he played oh. a really good dicky character. Mm-hmm. I liked him in the conjuring. he was good as that the role of like the con- dad yeah yeah like, the he was the um one of the psychic detectives in that. Wait, what am I thinking about? He was I, in something no, else, do not know. He? Oh, he was the dad in uh, Insidious. Insidious, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah.
1: Scary movies. I just yeah. remembered him like walking through the mists and stuff. Yeah, with all those creepy people.
0: Um. Also in casting news, not only is Vincent D'Onofrio still alive, but he's also still an actor, and he was cast <laughs> as a villain role in the new Jurassic Park movie coming out. What? That's that's what caught me.
2: <laughs> I didn't, I forgot all about him. Uh, I forgot all about
1: Jurassic Park being movies.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I just saw. I just watched the really bad Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, like Prison Break. Or, Man? No, no, that's Wesley Snipes. No, no I, didn't, I only.
1: I wasn't uh, Escape thing. plan. Escape plan. Yeah, I only know which, that because like, you Facebooked me. I,
2: it was really bad. And Vincent DiNaprio has got like just the biggest bullshit, like, why is he even in this movie part? And my dad called him out, like I you could barely see his face, and my dad's like,
1: Hey, it's a guy from Full Metal Jacket. And I was like, What? Like, oh yeah, it is. Like, you mean the uh drill instructor guy?
2: No, the oh, the kid that's really emory. The guy that shoots himself.
1: Oh. Sergeant Pyle?
2: Yeah, I yeah. think so. Also, he was Thor. In Adventures and Babysitting,
0: that's true. Hmm. Which I just watched like two months ago, and it's still great. It's <laughs> great,
2: but that's all I had. Yeah, that's my basically little, all the news I think. <laughs> oh man, we news. need to finish this beer know, and get I'd, into our
1: next one. Then I haven't yeah. had it in a while. I've, uh, been, I've been typing. Stuff it's
2: up. It's been one of those beers that I don't want. Like I don't want to finish it.
1: Oh, we can take a pause. Just yeah, talk we a little bit. You know, watch the Oscars about. that are on. See if uh, any listeners are in a tuxedo watching it. You know. Fun stuff like that. <laughs> and we're gonna go into our next beer. This is uh an Imperial
2: Rye Porter out. Did somebody goose you before we <laughs> <start over. laughs> I was No, yeah, like,
1: we're gonna drink.
2: I, well, cause you said the list and I was like, No, we're going into the beer. Paul leaves it off
0: so smooth, like, yeah, you know what? Well like it's the Oscars. Maybe we'll check that out. And then you come
2: back around, <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like, uh, we're gonna get to the comic books. I'm like, No, we're in the beer. They get excited. Uh <laughs> This is uh, an Imperial Rye
1: Porter uh from Norway, and this brewery is called Nugin-O. Oh? Guys, why are we drinking all these beers this week and not last week when we were doing the Olympics? Because uh, I didn't realize that we had all these diverse
2: countries in there.
1: Norwegian, Norway,
2: Sweden. Um, this is a beer that fresh. I really love. It has a really awesome flavor to it. You really get the rye this is extremely mellow. You don't really get the... You get a little bit of an alcohol bite, but not really any of those rye flavors.
1: No, I get, a little, I get a little rye Yeah, but not... Yeah, nothing to punch me in the mouth, you know? Not like rye that, you know... A lot of the ryes we're used to, not a wookie Jack.
2: Yeah, it's definitely not a Wookiee Jack. Um, But this fresh, this is really, really good. I still really like this. This is super smooth. It's still, it's it's still good. I mean, it's a good beer. Yeah, it's got a nice sweetness. It's got a nice okay. like that burnt sugar on the nose. My nose, like brown outside. sugar, like brown sugar on the okay. nose. Um, yeah, it's it's good. I'd recommend it fresh versus aging it. Yeah, yeah. And that's half the reason we did this to see what was good yeah. aged or not.
1: This is us. This is our experiment coming to fruition. Yeah, Grand experiment. We age beer, so you don't have to, listeners. As somebody hey, on the podcast would say, it used normally. to be our old thing. Yep,
0: like 190 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to say this before, so I'll throw it out there now. Um, I'm going to go visit Lexi when she's training in St. Louis.
1: Nobody knows work. who Lexi is.
0: I mentioned her before, my girlfriend. She's okay. training for a new job in St. Louis for like two months, so I was going to go out and visit her. But there's a brewery like in St. Louis I was going to stop by and try to get some bottles bring back. Oh, nice. Of course. No, it's um <laughs> <laughs> like I have to look at the actual like spelling of it again because it's like... Schlafly, Shafly. Not Shoofly? Like no. no. Okay. Uh, but they had like a brew pub there, so we were probably going to stop by there. And nice. I'll see if I can get some bottles and bring them back in my luggage. Oh, that'd be great. Sounds good. And maybe I'll take some comic books with me to read on the flight. Oh, but what
2: comic books are you looking forward to
0: this week, Chris? Well, this week I'm actually looking forward to... Paul, what are you looking forward to? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nobody knows who Paul is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to the second issue of a book where we're going to be um, reviewing later on. Sidebar.
0: In the new episode of Parks and Rec, Dan Calcinet... Castellaneta, the guy that plays Homer Simpson, plays a radio DJ in Pawnee, and at one point he puts his head down on the microphone, and I was like, Paul needs to watch this episode, like, right now. Because that's what Paul does when he gets upset, and that's what his character did.
1: That, it makes sense, because where else would your head go other than down on the mic when you just give up on things? <laughs> Much your, like... Your book is number two. Uh, She-Hulk gave up on working for those big... Lawyers, corp, big lawyer groups, and She-Hulk number one, which you'll listen to a review of later listeners, uh, and striking it out on her own. And this is, uh, one of those Marvel books that they're kind of doing quite a bit now, with is the it's superhero, the superhero. Not being of the superhero. Not, yeah. Um, which has always been the Marvel thing. They've always been more interested in the characters out of costume and then they kind of get into costume like that's where their big story one more day is all about peter parker breaking up with mary jane like that's where all their drama yeah has always been at and dc's always been like uh, our characters are always in costume basically
2: hawkeye you know that's definitely a big one
1: mm-hmm. from uh last year that that is that Daredevil it goes, you know, back and forth between, yeah. like, being a, you know. There's a lot of courtroom drama. Courtroom drama, or it's, like, hospital, him being like, in the like bedside manner type mm-hmm. stuff. Or him being, you know, Daredevil, and now we get She-Hulk. And uh, the art fits that yeah. style that they've been putting out there. So. Yeah. It's a very, you know, Frank Avila does, uh, it, it kind of matches what we're used to when she's She-Hulk now with uh, the FF. The really dark, blind eyes—you know, like yeah. Call Red style, kind of almost. Yeah, but, but let's, it's still in his
2: own. Style. We can stay, save some of the. Oh yeah. Talk for the next segment. Oh yeah,
1: that's true.
2: Uh, but this time for real, Chris, what book are you looking forward to? Well, I'm looking
1: forward. To <laughs> <laughs> if no, he wasn't, I was going to.
2: <laughs> I, I knew that was coming, anyways. I'm hilarious. Go ahead, Chris. Really.
1: No, three times the charm. We can't. He can't do it. Say it's it, not funny. Because yeah. it's going to be
2: funny when you do it. No, no. The well, third. the
0: book I'm looking forward to is actually from Marvel Comics. Okay, um, it's
2: also a number one. All
1: I do, haven't. Paul didn't have
0: number one. a number one. Fuck you I picked a number two.
2: I had a number one. I'm, I'm, no, seriously, I'm letting you go. Like, <laughs> don't be like so defensive. And if Paul says anything, I'll punch him.
1: No, I already said I wouldn't because it, only three. Times. The rules of three. It's the rule of three. You can't do it. The third. Wow.
2: It's number one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's Moon Knight, number one, from Warren Ellis.
1: Is um, this a Marvel Knights Moon Knight, or is this Moon Knight? No, this Knight. is Moon Knight. Moon Knight, okay.
0: Moon Knight's one of those characters I've never really been able to get used to or like or appreciate. I mean, we did the Bendis, number mm-hmm. one, it like, was a year ago.
2: I think Warren, we all, man, we all. Do, yeah, Moon it's like, good. oh, man, we were in the kitchen at the old studio. Oh, yeah, that's right, because
0: it was like when they punched her and everything came out, too. Um mm-hmm.
2: That Moon Knight would have been a good first issue if they didn't give the twist right at the end of that first Mm -hmm. issue. It would have left you open a little more to maybe read number two. Um, And the one from the Moon Knight series from five or six years ago was supposed to be really good. Charlie... But in, I can't remember his yeah. name. Like David Finch did the art for it. Okay. Yeah. Um, um but that one was supposed to be that one was really highly received. But I also think that was like it was a Moon Knight book when there hadn't
0: been a Moon Knight book since like the seventies or nineties, mm-hmm. you know. So it could have been a little bit of that like
2: well, it was supposed that to be
0: a lot, early two thousands nostalgia kind of coming back, which that, you it, know, it was supposed to be a lot grittier of a book. Which Ben just really ushered in with doing like Luke Cage and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But Warren Ellis, he can tell fun out there stories, and I guess Moon Knight now has three personalities living in his head. Okay. Warren Ellis, I see his name on something I will always take note because he can tell a good out there yet grounded story. I mean, just look at everything he did in Planetary and every issue is something different, and I enjoy them all. So I'm willing to give this number one a shot just based off of his name Mm -hmm. because it was between that or the... All new Wolverine, the X Men number one, and I was like I
1: Yeah, you already said that you were I I said book.
2: goodbye. I can't I can't yeah. do it. You uh, spent five bucks to say goodbye <clears throat> on that
1: book. Yeah. So
2: this is uh would have been my backup because I too, big Warren Ellis fan, definitely would jump
1: onto this. He does the wartime ones also, right? Or is that Garth Ennis? I always get those two guys' confused. I, yeah, I do too.
2: I think you're thinking about Garth Ennis. Yeah, I think that's okay. Garth. Like the, um,
1: the, some, the, something witches, you know, the Russian, uh, pilots, that the women pilots. Yeah, uh, battle, Battlefield. Yeah, the Battlefield. That's, yeah, that series. of books. Yeah. Was that Ellis or Ennis?
2: I don't remember. Yeah, I remember. I have that first, uh, first omnibus of that. I, I'm interested
1: in reading that.
2: But. It's actually really good. It's mm-hmm. very interesting because it, it's all different, all different
1: sides of the war. You mm-hmm, guess the ones about nurses, the nurses. Damon number two is on sale for ninety nine cents right now. They own it.
0: I didn't know you got that one. Yeah, interesting. Sorry, I not to cut you off, but
2: um, no. But uh, I'm also looking forward to a number one from. Uh, Marvel, and it's Magneto one, number one. And the main reason I'm picking this up is because the writer is Colin, uh, Bunn, who I have been loving on The Six Gun. So for him doing a story over at Marvel, I'm definitely interested in picking it up.
1: Wow. Or a Marvel podcast. See, you know
2: what? They're putting out a lot of number ones that, mm-hmm. and a lot of books that are
1: really hitting home with a lot of us. Well, it's easy because every time they switch a creative team, it's a you new know, number one. Well, uh, it's, it's Magneto, kinda... when was the last time Magneto had his own series? Uh, that would probably be the, like the, uh, the Shawshank Redemption, or not Shawshank, the, uh, Schindler List Magneto thing that they did, uh, Man- Ma- uh, Magneto Manifesto, or Manifesto Magneto, yeah, something like that. But that was two, three years ago now? I think a little longer than that. Because it was kind of around the same time they were talking about really starting that, Magne- you know, yeah. X Men Origins Magneto, yeah, movie, and then that never. That was took a few years ground. ago, though. Yeah, maybe yeah. four years ago then. But uh Garth Ennis did beta fields for Dynamite. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. I always get those Alan Ellis and Garth Ennis confused.
2: I always do too. Because they, I mean, they're. They're not like the same no, kind of writer, but they still are grittier mm-hmm. people with the writing.
1: Yeah, they they don't mind swearing.
2: Yeah, but and now like, a dramatic um, reading. Well, I got of no segue. Here. There's nothing good <laughs> to Remember segue at. Sorry, oh, if, if we were doing some hard
0: edge books, it would make
1: yeah. sense. But we're not. But, huh, well, maybe we huh, can do them for a dramatic. What's reading? that sound? Hmm. Look up. Good luck finding a hard <laughs> book in <laughs> my room. These are Paul's books. And that was a dramatic reading.
2: I was just really into your... your.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Paul flips the page and then looks back at John and like, gives him the head nod. Like, I'm like no, <laughs> I'm done. That was <laughs> it.
2: That's why I flipped the page. Well, I, and sense. I I picked it and gave it to you, but after yeah. you were done, I was just mesmerized by your reading of it. That's right, if you want dramatic. to- That's why we do these.
1: If you need to do any voiceover work for any <laughs> of uh, your upcoming projects, please let me know. Yeah, not <laughs> Yeah, we'll give you Steve's number.
2: <laughs> Steve. <laughs> uh, Steve. Let me try it doing it this way. Like, I have God, one I voice. Like, There's more than two ways to do a voice for this show? <laughs> I have no voices. He was getting very upset at Steve. Steve, <laughs> Steve, Const- can the Steve constantly he- going like, I'm going to tweak it. I'm going to do it like this. And like Paul would just
1: be like, I roll. No, he's going like,
2: I want to do like a Harvey Fierce. <laughs> you,
1: <know?
0: laughs> you can hear that in our uh, Christmas special. Ow. Oh,
2: I slept weird on my arm.
1: He can I hear weird. me not being able to do any voice on any episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Podcast. Well, we uh, don't have to worry about that bye. until next. Your Arco... Was pretty spot on. Yeah. I wanted to say that. Your Orco was pretty good.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's the only voice I got. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for a He Man remake and you <laughs> re- desperately are looking for an Orco, contact at BaggumBoardcast.com.
0: <laughs> oh. I'm wearing a gigantic oh. turtleneck right now to get into <laughs>
1: character. And a big floppy hat with an O on it, so you know who I am.
2: Mm. The O was on his shirt. Mm.
1: Get I don't it. have an O turtleneck, but I do have a floppy hat with an O on it, uh, so, you know, it works. There you go. Got to do it somehow. Got to do remake. it somehow. Remake. All new. they it. A little different, still the same. Mm-hmm.
2: You guys aren't giving me anything to segue, <laughs> so, hey, all new comic
0: books. Some of them different, some of them the same. <laughs> How's yep. that? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, we do this every month. We take a look at some of the number ones. From the comic book companies that have come out, or maybe just a current book that's got a new creative team, whatever it's something that piques our interest and we bring it to the table and we share it with everyone and we sit back and discuss if you've ever heard of a comic book review, that's basically what we do
1: uh, so there may be and will be spoilers in these talks yes, with all of our reviews but always honestly they're number one, so they're supposed to get you in the door anyway, so they're not going to be there's not much spoil. It's not like you've been reading along and like, what? Except for maybe this first one, Joker's Daughter, which maybe we have somewhat of a reveal of who this girl is. Nope. Because that's all that anybody really wants. That's why you pick up this book. Mm-hmm. To be like, okay, what's this deal with this Joker Daughter thing that they've been teasing for? 6 7 months since
2: Yes didn't she have like a enemies issue too Yeah it wasn't like a forever uh, evil Forever evil
1: Yeah with the,
0: it was like the catwoman Oh really Yeah
2: that was when she turned up right that yeah, was like her first, that was appearance. her first appearance Huh Okay
0: And then they like that issue was is like the whoa you got to get this one because it was like brand new character her first appearance in the new 52 and that was kind of like the, like, speculators' book. Like, if you got that one, you were able to turn around and flip it on eBay for, like, 30 bucks.
1: Whoa,
0: that's stupid. But what we have here is the, it's Batman, Joker's Daughter number 1, written by Magritte Bennett, art by Megan Hetrick. And this was a book that I was kind of on the fence about, but I was like, you, you can actually hear the exchange, because we were talking about it, I think, last month <laughs> for the look back. It was something to talk about. This wasn't a book I would have bought normally, but hey, we do a comic book podcast. It's Mm -hmm. something to talk about because I had nothing invested in this character.
2: No. And it's not like she's popped up in any books that we've been reading and you're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll get a little more information about this character.
1: One thing that I'm happy about, it's not Harper Rowe.
0: No, I'm I'm actually happy about that too because that was like the rumor yeah. going around before, because like, Scott Snyder introduced that character and it was like, No, she'll be she'll be back, like you'll see, and then she wasn't, and then we had Joker's daughter yeah. like climbing out of the sewers and it's like uh,
1: Harper Row was in the sewer to help out Batman, like doing the whole like electrical thing. Which you know, is was one is
0: a great issue, so I love that one.
1: And we're like, uh oh. That's a weird turn for this character but we get a even stranger character it's a str- it's a
0: strange turn for a new character that we really, we're just getting the groundwork for her now mm-hmm. like so it's kind of interesting to see because it's a girl who finds the joker's face after it's been cut off by the doll maker.
1: Well the face came to her very Gollum esque. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I could think of as like, wow, she's having a real Gollum moment here with it came but, to me. And that's it like, chose me. That's what it
0: is for her. Like yeah, this yeah. is like she calls it like the crown. Yeah. Like this is like she's meant to have it. And then she needs to get Batman's attention because he he'll lead her yeah. to the Joker.
2: And the face is almost speaking to her? We have those moments like girls yeah. fucked up yeah. Ki- you know kill them kill them both and then she doesn't kill them but then she kind of starts going down this path as something is speaking to her yeah, yeah. it's well, obviously
1: herself but internal it's monologue. like but yeah. you're saying that maybe i don't get it's, it that she has pushed that internal monologue onto the face you know what i mean like it's not like she thinks the face is talking to her but there is definitely some turmoil within herself of yeah taking but i think that i think life. in How you're
2: going to look at it is she's this – it's her two – it's the two sides of her – it's Harvey Dent with the coin. It's Two-Face. And that's what it is, is she's still – before the end of the book, she is that split between doing Mm -hmm. murder and then kind of just being this maybe innocent. And then by the end of it, once she's had the face sewn onto her, is when she's full-on – Evil. She's totally taken on that. Yeah. She's full on crazy town at that point. Yeah. She,
0: like, I don't, even before that point, like, she's nuts. Yeah. And I think that's what the hook is for this character. Like, you don't feel bad for her. No. There's, like, nothing redeeming about her.
1: And the she's thing, just nuts. And going through the whole book is like, oh, is, does she actually need help? Is she actually crazy? And then you get these reveals throughout the book that, no, she isn't crazy. But what she's doing is basically she's a bored – it's a white person problem boredom. And she's just taking on all these personas of but- – Different, like, heartbreaks. And this is what I like about
0: it, though, because we don't know if that's true. Like, this is very much the Heath Ledger joke or, like... Or just Joker in general. This is the story you're being told. Like, this is, like, what happened to her that led her to be like this. But then three pages later, you get, no, it was this way. So who knows what we're going to have, what's going to be Mm -hmm. what it is.
2: It seemed... That seemed a little too... Jokery, mm-hmm. Joker having all those different origins, and then giving her the, all those different mm-hmm. origins. This is this my point of view?
1: No, uh, well, when she's well, so alone with candles, it seems like she even admits that she was just ordinary and bored, and she didn't want to be ordinary anymore. She well, wanted to be something wild and free. Well, then when
2: she gets touched by, what's her name in the institution, uh, she's like, you're Bull- bullshitting. None of this stuff. Yeah. Is yeah true. None of
1: that. All those three things. Three things. None. Yeah. Those three like little snippets weren't true. And they're wearing masks on masks.
0: And then even she's like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like what you are. It's it's an interesting book, and it's this is one of the things where it's like, okay, I'm glad I read this because I wouldn't have normally. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me want to read anymore. Like Joker's Star is not a character I'm going to be looking for on the cover of something. Be like that's the next issue i need to buy of this book to you know get more of the story but i'm i'm glad i read it because it's it's different it's a much more visceral book than i thought we were going to get like she's just killing people left and right like cutting people with her weird
1: scythe well she only kills one person i think she kills the doll maker's guards too uh, there's, there's a guy in, like Arkham, alone. too she kills the one orderly in G- Gotham in, in uh, Arkham, and that's the first time she kills, and uh-huh. she even admits it. That's the first time. Before, I was really just playing at murder. It's an you know line from the story. This is you know now I've stepped over that line, and I don't know how to you know. And I think that's the point where she really snaps. Like before, she was just looking for attention, looking for a life where she thought Gotham loved their her, their horrors. You know. Yeah. Uh, She's like, oh, went too
2: far. I wouldn't say it's a bad issue. It's a good number – if this was just a one-shot, hey, this is the character, you're going to see her popping up, but here's her story, I I don't think it's that bad. It's a good introduction that I don't really care about, but the the fact that it's an ongoing series, I really – I have See, no I'm interest in... I'm still thinking
1: that's just a one-shot because I don't think I've ever seen another solicitation for Joker's Daughter. See, I don't know. Paul, you read the solicitations? I try to now, every once in a while. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was. Oh, you know it is saying it's a one-shot? Oh, I I was okay. wrong. I'm sorry. Is it just one? And uh, the thing is, they're trying to make this character that isn't compelling compelling by not being compelling. You know, like, no, no, she's willing to do anything just to... To get attention, to you know, to be this, you know, force of nature. So she's, you know, she's going to try to take over the underworld of Gotham. And I don't, I don't think
0: there's anything that
1: grand, nope. like in her. Like, I, yeah,
2: yeah. I, don't, I I don't know what could be planned for her, I, I except for her... maybe some kind of foil in the upcoming Batman series. The the weekly. It's series. a
0: weekly. They're going to need characters. Yeah. I. I see her just being like, and I don't want to belittle this creation, but being almost another Harley Quinn type character where she's introduced, she loves and adores the Joker, but he just treats her like nothing because no you're you're just a pawn, you're here to take those hits while i'm I'm getting away,
1: yeah, well, now that Harley Quinn has kind of blown up and become like she's branched out with suicide squad, and I and think she's, she's got her own series now, yeah. I think she's become, you know, her own character, so So, I could kind of understand that kind of new heart, that old harlequin role that's now open up for her and, you know, bringing in this force of nature that just wants to be the Joker but can't because honestly the Joker is that one character for Batman that needs to be kept in a, you know, chamber, you know, the chamber of the gun. Keep it in the. Keep it uh, locked in the barrel before shooting it. Hold that character back. But, um, I don't know. It's just... Batman Eternity looks interesting though. It does. That's yeah. what because I'm looking to the forward to. Whole issue of Batman, what, 28 or 27? 20, 28 I believe. Where it's that future look. It's like look. the look forward. Yeah, yeah. like Bluebird. Yeah, with Harper Row. Yeah. Harper Row's Bluebird. That, no. Yeah. and that, That's is, only on Eternal. And, and Batman's a little more talkative and a little S- bit more... Stephanie Brown. Brown. Yep. It's a spoiler-filled issue. Yeah. Which we're just briefly going to talk about. Yeah, we're just going br- well, to breeze like over, the over previous it. It was
2: January. Or was it February? No, no, it was, it was this, month. this month. Was it this
0: month? Yeah. It was was the, it the beginning of February? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. why, yeah.
1: Yeah, it I, was the same week the Joker's daughter came out. Wow, it was really it was an interesting issue. But man, after all these Year Zero issues, I'm like, really, that was it? Yeah, because it was only 22 pages, and like all the Year Zero stuff has been like 30 pages, you know. And I'm like, I got it was a real qu- quick read, and I'm like, it
0: threw me off too because now I don't pay attention to solicitations so much. I just more looking to be like, oh, what books are coming out that I don't mm-hmm. normally buy. Right. So when I started reading I was like, wait, what and I had to go back to the previous issue of Batman to see what was happening and then they have like the thing like tune in next month for like a sneak peek at the future of Batman and I was like, Oh, okay, so I I'll still get the resolution for that story later. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to go back and enjoy the book. That's... But yeah, I, I really liked it now I'm really looking forward to Eternal, like I was gonna buy it mm-hmm. before.
1: Oh yeah, eternal, not eternity, yeah, okay yeah.
0: But now, I, I, there's they tease you. They there's the little mysteries there, like because mm-hmm. you got Stephanie Brown, you yeah. got Harper O, you've got someone else working around in the cave. It's
1: mm-hmm. not Alfred. It's definitely it's a new Oracle style like character, an Oracle but not type character in a wheelchair chair. But she's still she's new. She's, like, yeah, she's definitely new she, because she's, she's fumbling because like, she's like I mom. don't know. Where's this button that you're talking about?
0: Do what? we think we're gonna get a like? Cassandra Cain type character Oops. is this going to be her?
1: Has Black Bat already shown no. up? No,
0: no, she hasn't been in the New Fifty Two yet, no. and that's something like I thought her...
1: he, she showed up in like Red Robin or or and well, Red oh, Robin's, yeah, Robin's not Robin. a book <laughs> in <the New> Fifty Two, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh,
0: she's another character like Stephanie Brown that those diehard fans have been champing up the bit for because they they want her back. She was a cool
1: character. Yeah, being a mute, not talking. Yeah, but then, and then she did. And then she did, yeah, she broke out. That, of the things. That she kind of lost it for me, because yeah. she was just like, okay, well,
0: it's Batgirl. Mm-hmm. She well, was still cool, but I just didn't have to. I bought that book during the crossover, because I was like, oh, I need part eight of the story. Oh, it's in mm-hmm. Batgirl 52. Okay, I'll buy
1: it. Just the whole, you know, they try to keep Batman the same continuity, but then they, like, well, technically, he's not a Robin. He was always just Red Robin, but he was never, you know, with, uh, Tim, Drake. Yeah. And Dick Grayson was Robin, and then it became, uh, Jason Red Todd. Jason Todd, and then right well, into Damien. And uh, I'm like, what? Huh?
2: <clears throat> I, I liked that. I, I think it was nice that Jason Todd Or, uh, Tim Drake didn't, wasn't Robin. He was that red Robin, just as that kind of like, Robin's dead. Like, I'm not going to fill that,
1: fill that void and be this. I'd be my, I'm going to be my own kind of character. But did, oh yeah, because Jason Todd did still die. Yeah. Yeah. Dead? Yeah, you know, (laughs) it
0: still happened. He was still brought
1: back.
2: See, it's it's like, multi
1: years wanna... condensed into and they, five, it, but they don't clean up anything or streamline anything. They still have this stupid care, you know, comic book death and re- resurrection stuff. Like if you're going to clean up anything, clean up that stuff. Well, like, I mean, they kind of they explain what happened with that in Red Hood and the Outlaw. He was brought back by Talia in a resurrection and a, um, and then and then he was against. Working and then yeah, and then he was with that yeah,
2: that yeah. that order in the caves. Yeah. I
0: Red Hood and the Outlaws is still one of those books that I want to read, and I still want to like pick it up.
2: Every time novels. I see it, I want to pick it up. But then like,
0: and then like, I, like the previous like solicitations for I was like, no, that's not a book that I would want to read. But I still want to see those characters again.
2: Yeah, I I'm I looked just the other day and I saw that James Tinian was still on it and it's kind of like i think i'm gonna wait till that next writer comes it was the on co-writer
1: it. on uh, the batman internal crossover yeah with
2: scott snyder he did the
0: batman annual that was about mr freeze too yeah and talon which i actually enjoyed but i just kind of got to the point i was like oh, I, I don't need to yeah. read this because it wound up with calvin working for the court of owls again oh really yeah
1: yeah
0: they had that uh like the woman and her daughter like in their like custody and he was basically blackmailed into doing their bidding again so I was like eh I'm done that series was canceled anyway, so it's fine yeah but it's new series that hasn't been canceled oh, we got a bunch of them don't we uh Paul you're going to go
1: oh let's go chronologically. with logically uh, miss marvel number 1 uh unfortunately uh, not, of course written by G
0: Willow Wilson art by Adrian Alphona Alphona who did
1: one of our favorite books runaways, runaways yeah and, and let me tell you did not lose a beat on this awesome fun cartoony style. no it's it still looks great. The colorist is
0: different, so the images don't like jump off the page as much as yeah my more watercolor my like, nerd complaint like it's one mm-hmm. of those things like everything's really muted on the page, mm-hmm. and after seeing all of his work on runaways, where it's just like so bright and colorful mm-hmm. like just coming at you, yeah, I, I was kind of like, oh, this is like it's I don't want to say muddied.
2: It's it just it's doesn't have color. Yeah. yeah it it doesn't it doesn't pop pop. But it's still, I think it looks pop, really pop. good.
1: Well, because I liked it because I felt like okay the colors are more mundane it's because grounded. this is a ground level story. It's just house life of a uh, Islamic American, an uh, Arabic American uh, who's going to a public high school who is getting picked on by the queen bees of the yeah, high school and she doesn't girls. even realize that she's being picked on because it, no she's just being really nice um uh and she has an, a, liter- a literary name um, kamala kamala khan. khan kamala khan and you know and she just you know <clears throat> is so such a fan of like the superheroes and of the world, and she writes fan fiction in her room, and, and she, she doesn't like fit she's in. playing
0: like the Marvel heroes game, which is like yeah. a lot like Runaways when we first jump into that book, mm-hmm. and like Alex is playing like the MMO or like they're playing as like the Hulk and stuff.
1: Yeah, she feels like her parents don't really understand her. She feels like she doesn't fit in at school because you know her background. It's that classic Marvel teenage superhero story. Just, we don't get that superhero element until the very last page. Yeah, the very end. Um and I, I think it worked really well. I thought they drew the line of saying, no, this, we're not making any judgment calls with any of the beliefs. That isn't what this book is about. It's, it's just about the classic teenager not fitting in. And that's the story. This is also the book, uh, that,
2: Chris came out of his room and said, "Did you read Miss Marvel yet?" and I was like, "Yeah." And then we were like, "Oh, it was really good." Like we 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 had a talk about it. And then when we saw you, we were like, "Did you read it yet?" And we had the same thing. It was something that we all really liked it really. It I I mean it grabbed us all. It was really well done. The art was really good in it. And uh it, it was it felt it felt like a they captured those characters of those yeah. people. And I
1: think they did a really, really good job with it. I like the father making fun of the son about, well, no, you can't sit in your room praying all day as an excuse not to face the world. Like, yeah, it's, that isn't, but dad, you're using usury and that's, you know, from as your
0: just, typical whatever. white dude, like, it's, it's something new for me to see this glimpse into, like, the Islamic culture because I just, as learned as I think I might be, mm-hmm. I don't have a view into that family life. Right. And I think you're given a little bit of everything in this because you have, like, the traditional parents. You have the daughter who's like, no, I'm living in this world. Like, this is what kids do. They go to parties. They go out. They have fun. Mm-hmm. You have, like, the brother who's he's sitting around in his room praying. Then you have the other one who's just like, no, oh, whatever. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like her friend, I can't remember his name. I feel bad now. I haven't read yes. this since it came out. Yeah, yeah it's been it's a okay. month.
1: But the thing it's, is, the family dynamic. Yes, it's 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 a lot. It, but it carries through. Yeah, but everybody's had those same kind of like. Honestly, I have aunts that sit in the room and pray on the rosary all day because they don't want to face the world. It's not just a <laughs> any religion; you can get there. So, I I feel like. Those things are universal. The the whole story of being that outcast, and it's just a different twist on why you're feeling. They're feeling,
0: and she'll probably outcasted. feel more like an outcast
1: now that she's been titranagin-gassed.
0: Like the gases as a result of inhumanity. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't
1: remember. Uh, it, the, it's have, part of the fallout from uh, what happened in what was the. Big crossover in Avengers. It's something that happened with the builders going after the Inhumans, in like the Tetrion gas got released in New York City. Uh remember this is what Magneto's son wanted to do in uh, Son of M, Quicksilver, because remember he like time traveled for a while yeah. and he lost his powers, but he also written by Peter David. He uh,
2: he went he through and got my... to the
1: Tetrian gases and he wanted to expose a lot of the. M day mutants to it to get powers back. Ugh. Yeah, come what? full circle.
0: Are you okay with it now? Yeah. You,
1: you're talking about it with, like disgust in
0: your
2: voice. <laughs> it's, just, it's just
1: such a stupid. Pre- you know, it's just such a weird premise. But now they oh, like brought it. it again. They brought it back in a different l- okay. with a little tweak, a, a, and a now different else. way. Because
2: you're going to be telling a different story of someone like Peter Parker mm-hmm. getting at that power and what they're going to do with it and how they're going to stumble. It's a For the power, I think what's interesting here
0: is we're not getting a Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. We're getting the girl who looks up to the characters, like Spider Man or Mm -hmm. Captain America or Miss Marvel, who comes to her like in her dreams Mm -hmm. and is like, "No, you're you're going
1: to be strong. You're going to have abilities." It's the it's the person that the heroes always say they want to be championing for. Hmm. You know, we want to become the icons, the so symbols. To she's the Lancelot lot
0: to uh, Captain Marvel's Lady of the Lake.
1: You know what I mean? No, no. No. Well, maybe. Yeah. No? I don't know. I don't get that reference. Okay, Explain no, that no. reference more. Uh, it's, <laughs> you know, Batman wants to become the symbol. You know, Superman, you got to be out there in the sun and show, you know, help them get on their feet. Miss Marvel wants to be that icon where girl, you know, people can do whatever they want. So now you actually have that character, you know, trying to step up and be inspired by those same heroes. So it just makes sense. We've gotten those people wanting to be an inspiration. Now let's watch that inspiration.
0: I honestly Miss Marvel number two would have been my pick for the list if I didn't see. Moon Knight number one coming out from Warren Ellis.
1: Is, is Marvel number two coming out this week? I thought it was the uh, twelfth. I might be wrong.
0: Um, maybe Marvel's website. Maybe I just saw it on yeah, there.
1: It's okay. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's definitely book, something I'm excited for, and I'll it's be a book
0: way. that I will buy. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because I like Adrian Alphona's art. Like I have, it definitely helps. I have two sketches from him in my sketchbook. I bought a print from him at one of the last conventions we saw him at. I wish he wasn't such a low talker, so we could have interviewed him for yeah. the show. <laughs> but he's just like such a chill, relaxed dude. Like when you're sitting at your table, like the table mm-hmm. talking to him, it's just like, yeah, you know, I
1: really like John Spock. It's really cool. Yeah, I really and like the line here. It's like, cause it's, um, you know, nice. <laughs> and I'm like, and right, like, cool, cool.
0: What? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's, that's a great, great page. Yeah. But it's, he's just, his work speaks for him.
1: It uh, it helps this book because they're definitely teenage kids <coughs> and they're definitely young teenage girl girl and it's not some of the people that work at Marvel that worked on like X-23 where it's supposed to be a 14 year old girl but she's certainly more developed than she probably should be.
0: I was flipping through the book on my phone as you know we're talking about just to like refresh mm-hmm. myself look at the art. And the name of the letters page is Hala at Kamala. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's great.
1: It's You know, I think the art really helps that. Because if it was more of the just standard, over-the-top superhero stuff, with this kind of teenage family story, I probably would be taken out of the, it a little bit more you know i wouldn't i probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much it just wouldn't feel right for me it, and it's definitely something that you know
2: uh, it it has it has the ability to an issue to mm-hmm. flop and not be what it was setting up in the first issue we don't know but it is something that i definitely want to try out it i i mean it was the book that i think of everything that we read we all we all talked about it and wanted to talk about um and uh something else that we should talk about might be this next beer this is from one of chris's favorite beer companies one of
0: my favorite beer companies because they're so decent and everything is such a good price point how can you not like that uh this is full sales imperial stout And this has been aged. This is the Brewmaster Reserve from 2012. So we've aged this two years. Yes. Um, Cool thing about Full Sail is they are all uh, employee-owned, so all of their employees get a share of their stock and sales, kind of like Dogfish Head does. Hmm. Um, I don't remember...
2: How much was this when you bought it? Uh, it Was probably five bucks.
0: Probably five bucks because all of their big bottles
2: are five bucks. They do bombers, and I, I don't think I've ever seen anything more than more than six bucks. It's <clears throat> gotta have been like four ninety nine for this.
0: I I wish there was a little bit more to say about this one because there's not too much. This could just be past the point.
2: It could be. I mean, it doesn't have that teriyaki taste, but it definitely is. I mean, it's it just tastes like a stout. Yeah, this could be a stout by anybody. Um, it probably has lost a bit of its luster, and I think when I bought it, I didn't realize it was the two thousand You know, it was already an aged bottle. Um, but I mean, it's, it's not, not. It's good. It's, it's, it's good. It's drinkable. not something that you're gonna you're gonna pour out. I've
0: been. I've just been going to town drinking it without even realizing we didn't talk about it because it's
2: very drinkable. It's so, yeah. It's smooth. It it's missing some characteristic, and uh you know it happens. I'd say, that happens. I'd say if you can find the full say, Imperial Stout, just buy it and drink it, enjoy it. If you can find any full sale, try them because I don't think we've ever really been. There's ever really been one that we've just been like, no, it's horrible. Yeah. It. But the biggest thing is, is you you go no, hey for four dollars this is a pretty solid beer
1: yeah yeah you know the only thing we really maybe the uh Bur- no, the bourbon. what's 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 the beer that we drank all in january that you guys try you, don't, barley, buy, you don't talk shit about barley the barley wine. wine paul it was really good for four was, bucks but yeah but we That's weren't like so it's n- it's definitely the not the best but we kept on going but for five dollars, you put it in the top I, three
2: for me. You put yeah. it in your, your top yeah. three, Paul. For it's that. Like great, yeah. yeah it, for it for five, the, do we still have one bottle of it down there too? Uh, uh you have a couple bottles of something down there. You wanted to age five, a couple for five bucks. Like it was, it was really good. I actually think there's two bottles down there. I think one was for us to drink. The other one was for us to age. Okay, we've just we kind of aged them we both. We should just drink them. Yeah. Then. Um, no, but I. I full I, 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 there's no complaints for full sale no matter what um i i put I them even passed like a magic hat for yeah I, 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 quality and price they mm-hmm. hit and like for your birthday the one year i i saw that they had like a malt beverage one it was like
0: the oh it was like the apple malt beverage i can't remember what it was yeah.
2: but it was delicious it was good yeah it was good i'm surprised but but i i wouldn't doubt it coming from full sale Um, something that I was surprised that you picked up,
1: Paul, was number one, The Winter Soldier, uh... Uh, The Bitter March. The Bitter March. This was something that I picked up because it was, uh, just a cover alone. You know, I said, do we really need covers for comic books, you know, in an all-digital age? Like, will a cover actually catch my eye? And honestly, this one did. It was really kind of cool looking, and it looked like spy kind of fun stuff, and... After reading uh what the illegitimate's a couple months ago, <laughs> I kind of like. I you, was like, you love. I kind of wish I like. I like this kind of spy heist thing a little bit more than you this. love heist stuff, which really a good spy story would deal with that kind of stuff. And this is basically a heist story of. And, uh, the number one agent from S.H.I.E.L.D., Nick Fury. teaming up
2: with the number, the number two, two agent. agent. Uh, and that's what sold me on this book. When I originally was going to – I passed this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then when I was going back through to make sure that the book's from Marvel, that I got them. I stopped on it. I looked and read, and I said, oh, it's actually about two S.H.I.E.L.D. agents mm-hmm. who actually run into the Winter Soldier – that's what sold me on the book and the cover too. And looking at the art, I was like, "Yeah, this is the kind of art that I, I I'm loving in my comic books right now."
1: Yeah, it's that. Uh, well, I'm gonna look up the uh, name of the artist and writer uh, and everything. But it's, it's uh, Andrew Robinson, uh, Rick Remender, and Roland Bishi. But uh, they don't tell me the Rick Remender is the is the writer. The writer. Uh, cover by Robinson, art by Roland boshi so yeah
2: um but as 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 paul is saying it's the number one and number two from from shield and they're breaking into a hydra
1: hydra uh, Hydra castle uh to to free some nazis (laughs) nazis that have discovered the alchemy formula uh and
2: what what what's like definitely fun between these two is well, let's take my way in. Well, I know a better way in. So, they're like, oh, well, I betcha. Yeah, when we yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah. When we, when we get it, whoever gets in there first. Okay. And, um, it's, it, it is really a fun, it's a fun book. Uh, when the Winter Soldier finally shows up, you're like, oh, it's, it's yeah. the Winter Soldier. Like, definitely am. He, he's, he's fucking up their Christmas. Like, it, it's, uh, it's definitely a fun book. I really love the, love the art. The art
1: fit the feel of the mm-hmm. book uh i do enjoy rick remender uh yeah it's that fun kind of like spy story where the one guy goes in and you know tries to uh blend in with the crowd by putting on a tuxedo and doing the james bond thing and you know seducing a girl but the girls really just made him his, her mark. And, and then Nick, Nick Fury just shows up <laughs>
2: with a flamethrower. <laughs> and he's like, nope, kid, I got this. I, uh, this I, I didn't read this one. book,
0: so I'm going through it right now. And I'm just at like, the title page for now where the one dude's, like, punching the Hydra agent on mm-hmm. the snowboard. And I'm like, this is fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you, you you really missed out talking about it because it was uh, really fun. We can pretend we're doing the podcast later once you have <laughs> okay, read it. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> Over McDonald's. (laughs)
1: It's a lot of fun. It was just a, yeah, it's a real fun read. And I'm excited to see this book be, like, them going up against the Winter Soldier, like, when he's unfrozen. Yeah. Yeah. And him being this, like, no, no, he doesn't exist. And, no, no, it's all rumors. It's all rumors. Oh, well, I guess these rumors just got confirmed for me. And let's add another one. Well, it kind of does with that when they're like, uh, steel, you know, like, steel arm, steel arm, Soviet star on it. Yeah, this, this guy is gonna, this guy is good. Don't, he's gonna have, you know.
2: Um, I kind of wish that the Winter Soldier book that Ed Brubaker did a while ago was as fun as this. I think it meant to be as fun. But it just didn't have fun. Like, it had the zany, but it wasn't fun. It just didn't fit. It was, like, gritty Mm -hmm. zany, and it just didn't work out for me.
1: Yeah, this Um, is more late, uh... Late James Bond kind of spy it's, stuff, not the new gritty reboot. Late, it's, um,
2: it's the old school
1: uh, Sean Connery. Nick,
2: Fu- it's the old school Nick Fury, like mm-hmm. Nick Fury, Agent of mm-hmm. Shield stuff. Like the covers alone for those books
1: were s- always so super cool. He's doing zany stuff with uh, Rick Mender's Doing zany stuff with Captain America right now with the whole mind bubble guy. Do you right. see that? I haven't even been paying attention to okay. Captain America. Well, one page through. Look up at the covers for the Captain America. Yeah, because there's some actually if going if on.
2: Rick Remender is writing
1: it, I might actually just buy it.
0: I think they're all saying "Hail Hydra," and he's like, "I don't know what to do when it's time for the fist thing, and I've got a cocktail in hand."
1: <laughs> yeah, is one okay, or do I have to put down my drink immediately? I, you know, I'm bad at this.
2: Yeah, it was a good book it's
1: i it's that's fun. funny yeah <laughs> Chris is almost done reading it while we review it
2: that was I wanted to catch <laughs> up. you guys were <laughs> selling it to me is what you did <laughs> uh I'm glad this book exists uh it's only a mini series right yeah, it's only a mini which i'm I'm glad I'd love to see another I'd actually look more forward to seeing. Nick Fury and the other agent mm-hmm. in another yeah. adventure together than them up against somebody else up against Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. like that dynamic. Of, dynamic, the buddy, you know, yeah. it's the buddy cop kind of thing. It's Murdoch and uh, yeah, but it's it's the it's not just the you know buddy cop. It's the I got a one up. I got to be number one, and like mm-hmm. kid, you're never gonna be number yeah. one. Um, but give yeah. my left eye to be number one, <laughs> yeah. kid. And I'm still better than you. <laughs> yeah. You got both your eyes. Uh, so yeah, I I really liked it. I enjoyed it.
1: What was the other book that we were going to talk about? Uh,
2: new Warriors number oh, one. Oh, New Warriors.
1: Not as good. Um, I was really. You know, let's, open. let's talk.
0: About, oh, hold on, I have to get out of this one. Oh, I'm no, like halfway through it.
1: No, go ahead and finish that book because it's better than talking about New. No, I here, was here's so. The thing. Excited for this book, because I'm like, oh, Marcus Toe Tau- on art, uh Chris Chris Yo- Yost. Chris Yost or Yost, doing the writing, and I've enjoyed some of his stuff. And this was just kind of a slug to get through. Because well, it's bringing there's... the team together without bringing the team together. But here's the thing. I don't care about
0: any of these characters going into mm-hmm. it. And I feel like that's what hurt me. Because mm-hmm. I think the story on its own, if I was invested in these characters, probably would have like drawn me into it a little bit
2: more. I, I just want put, to put my hand up here to stop you. I did not care about Young Avengers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't care about any of those characters. But with that Young Avengers that just came out, boom, I read one, I was like, I need to yeah, read because... two, I need to read three. Like, it was a well-done book about bringing the team together, and the team wasn't even together. Mm-hmm. The teams were, well, some of them were up in space, some of them were down here on Earth. Um, this bringing the team together, it's not bringing the team together, it's just introducing everyone. You yeah. had a whole issue of just introducing people. And, and they the introduce, on... but they don't make you care about them. And the, the only the only ones that I was Interested in was the Scarlet Spider and that girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. And it was just because he does not care. He wants to be. He was you in the book. (laughs) He wants to be sitting on the beach,
1: drinking a drink. He doesn't doesn't, even want to be in that comic.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. He's. (laughs) Didn't I have my own series for a while? uh but that was the only thing I would rather read a whole book of him and that girl. Been and drinking my ties and like well, not doing. Well, no, him so him not wanting to be a hero or do anything, and her constantly getting him into trouble or getting him to be the hero. That's the book I want to read.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I just felt like it was just a. I like thought it was going to be. One girl I thought it was going to be the only one that didn't like the book that you no, know I, was I, trying I just, to be a hero. Oh, I forget I, her name. The um, light ray or light.
2: Like light- laser hum- is it hummingbird? Humming, hummingbird? Uh, let me, yeah, I'm hummingbird. I'm, like, right there.
0: Yeah. It, it's it's all characters that I don't know besides, like,
2: Kane, Speed- Small, Speedball, Nova. mm
1: mm-hmm. Like, that's... And I enjoy Nova, but he's hardly in the book. Yeah, yeah. he's got, like, what, like, f-
2: ten
0: panels? Mm-hmm. Uh, her name's Sun Girl. The Sun, one that has, okay. like, the light power and she flies. It's... It's a great looking book, and yeah, I, the I, art's good in it. I, I like Marcus too on art; like he does everything very well. But it's, there's not enough to these characters that makes me care about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I put that all on me because I was like, oh no, maybe this is a better book that I'm giving it credit for, and I just don't
2: have anything invested in it. No, because all but, I think all of us when we saw mm-hmm. New Warriors was going to be like, oh
1: yeah, no,
2: we should definitely, we definitely yeah, need to review we got- this.
1: We are all got a boy I, to fill from Young Avengers, and this is the young team. And well,
2: no, when I heard this was coming out, I was excited because I have those some of those old issues, mm. and I in you know I enjoy that. I enjoy that. Like I enjoy the kind of that nostalgia. I
1: enjoy coming back, but to me, it just I do like the idea of New Salem actually being full of you know like the yeah people like like the actual like xavier school but a whole town for you know yeah, and people people view. sent
2: there from yeah. by dr strange mm-hmm. and like that was interesting but
1: <clears throat> even still but there's not enough of that story to go on and why even why were they even there i don't know they were, we're <sighs> there to pick a fight and then they're like oh wait no you guys are the good guys what and then it's like oh okay
0: what got me about this one is the fact that I kind of had a character I didn't know or care about in All New Invaders number one with, um, the original human mm-hmm. torch, but it was still kind of an engrossing story. Mm-hmm. And then I had like six instances of that without the engrossing story.
1: Yeah. Without anything to make you feel attached to that character.
0: Cause even like the, like, um, the Nova stuff's at the very end.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just like, there's not enough there to be like, oh no, that's my hook because that's the character that's like most recent in it.
1: Yeah, it just wasn't enough. There wasn't no. enough meat to it.
2: Yeah, that's all. You know. Now that I've got, the, I have no reason to go to even think about picking up number two. I need to pick up number one of Hacktivist. Did you read it
0: online?
1: I
2: no, Um, I don't know if it's still available, but.
0: Uh, I can't remember if it was like joystick or Kotaku. Oh, really? They had or had- Deadspin. It was like one of like I put up a link from the uh, mm-hmm. big board, like you could follow through and you could read Hacktivist number one for free over on some other.
1: Like, yeah, because number two is coming out this week. So
0: uh, number two is actually out right now. Oh, okay. like it came out the day that they put up the link for it. It was actually like really good. Well, uh, I don't remember the name no. of the actual like the two writers that did it. Mm-hmm. Um art by Marcus Toe, and the whole thing was like dreamt up like quote unquote produced by alyssa milano hmm. but it was it was actually a solid read and I kinda wish I had picked up that one, but I got three for free, and I might buy number two it's from archaea nice
1: yeah. studios right archaea press archaea press,
2: which oh, are yeah. soon they're merging with boom boom hmm. Makes
1: sense. which I think would be good, boom <sighs> studios. Arcadia Press. Okay, that's where I was going. Okay. Yeah. And uh, our, our our
2: final book. She-Hulk? Is that yeah which is, oh, yeah? which is wow. which is which we had to shut up Paul from talking too much about it during uh, yeah. Chris' Sol- Sol-
1: Chris Soul or Soleil, Who knows how? I, it, to
0: I would, it. I've always read uh, read it as Sole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's just Chris Soul.
1: He can sue me if it's wrong. Or he, he just or contact just, us. He could actually do that because he's a lawyer in real life. Really? Yes, they, I didn't know that. Daytime okay, lawyer. that's cool. Uh, Comic book resources has an interview with him up wh- about being a daytime lawyer and writing like seven different monthly <laughs> series. Now. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude like, writes a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, some are better than others. Uh, honestly, I didn't really like his swamp thing. I thought it was just kind of there i actually like superman you enjoyed his swamp thing it was okay coming off of that but you said you you uh, you have said that you liked it i liked it if it wasn't it just it was so much of what they were also doing with animal man and it's like okay i'm getting both those stories here but animal man has more it has
2: has more to it but you can't say that you didn't like it you did like it i did like it it just but you were already getting something very similar yeah that's that was and we all set, we all set. cut a lot of stuff out of our mm-hmm. buying, uh, and this is art by Heavier Polito. Oh crap! I was going to mention something before
0: too, and I completely oh didn't. crap! What this is it? We were talking about Miss Marvel. Yeah, what's up? It felt like a Jeff Lemire book, almost like everyone like sent like in the town like standing around talking, and like there's like that relationship behind everything. <sighs>
1: Okay. It was a small. T- I, yeah, I got I, a kind of I, I heard, feeling
0: from it. I would say so. And
2: I forgot why I didn't mention it. We kind of got off on um,
1: it. Oh, man, this is such a fun book. All right, well, instead of flipping through, I need to talk about it. <laughs> okay, this is uh, about Jennifer Walters, who is now always oh, She Hulk, uh, going in for her annual review and talking to uh, the uppity ups, the partners at her law agency, and being like, you know what? I'm. Head over like two billion million dollars worth of uh, billable time here. I'm going to get an awesome bonus. almost three thousand hours of billable time. Yeah, I'm going to get an awesome bonus. And the partners sit there down at this awesome table that they bought from Manipur <laughs> <laughs> and spend a lot of money. But it, the room has to look good. And it makes you know for their clients. And, and it and it's from fallen trees. Yeah, yeah. Because so we got to be green. And uh they inform her that no. No, the She's only... not there to do lawyer work. She's there to bring in, bring in the Avengers. Bring in people that she knows because yeah. that's why they hired her. And she would not get a bonus or a raise this year. So she then quits. Brick goes into She-Hulk mode and breaks the table. One finger. <laughs> One finger just touches it and walks out. And, and is given is given that a case
2: and then goes to the bar to drink where she runs into and yeah well i was going to say they also yeah. gave her her blue case which is something that we will probably be tying in later on in the series mm-hmm. cuz they don't want it there mm-hmm. uh yeah and then she's kind of what what she, what caught me that i really enjoyed is she takes on a case of a former villain who
1: is now passed away o- over uh Copy, copyright uh, infringement on, uh, Stark Industries improvements to repulsor, she, uh, repulsor technology that was bought in, that was, uh, stolen by a, a company that was bought out by Stark Industries or Spark Holdings. And it just becomes this really fun, uh, kind of, kind of minutia of uh, the courtroom. Of
2: <laughs> I really enjoyed, uh, Tony Stark's lawyer, who's mm-hmm. just known as Legal. Legal, yeah. Uh, up on the, like, the legal floor. That's Eight, very l- l- Brazilian. 18.
1: You gotta, yeah. you gotta like w- walk down this huge corridor. This is a guy in an office in a hallway. Yeah, everything is designed to just make you want to give up. Yeah. And
2: yeah, that is his, mm-hmm. that is his thing. Um, a really fun book. The only thing I did not like, I enjoyed the art. I did not enjoy the close ups on she hulk's face yeah it gets like, a little like weird her face is like Silver really round. really round but then her eyes are huge and on like just she like almost like alien. fish eyes on the sides of her head that's the only thing i didn't like about it. the rest of the book i like the art i like how they draw people's faces but it's those up close pictures of her that i was just like ugh. well i think
0: that's just like the artist style,
2: I'm, yeah, I think it's definitely the artist style. I want to say
0: he was on Daredevil, like it <coughs> after Paula Rivera at
2: one point. I, I and think, I mean, it, it I, makes I think sense. so. I really like the art, and it, the art fits the tone of the book. Um, but no, I I really liked. it. That was the only thing. I was just like, ooh, I don't like how he draws her face. I do
0: like that Marvel's more willing to do like these fun kind of books. Well, you know because. They do so many other books that probably turn the lights on every day that they don't have to be like, no, we need She-Hulk to be in the top, like, 20 or the top
1: 10, you know? Right, yeah, and it's like, oh, She-Hulk, what can we do with her? Well, We could do this. Oh, okay. Well, She-Hulk, you know, when she's had her own series, was a fourth wall-breaking, you know, book. Even before Dan Slott took it over. And then when Dan Slott had his run, there was even talk of, you know, Marvel no prizes in that book. And it was definitely all this kind of fun and goofy uh, yeah, I, comic book I, adventures. I, and now we're in the fun kind of goofy legal adventures,
2: which I uh, I enjoy. I enjoy the book. I definitely want to read number two. I enjoy that Marvel is willing to take the chance with this character because mm-hmm. it's She-Hulk. I mean, she should be smashing things and fighting yeah. Modoc, you know, like that's, those are the things that you would think about her. But I do like her also just like hanging out, like drinking at the bar though. Like yeah. Was, yeah. At a lawyer bar too. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's a great kind of like, oh no, it's not your normal She-Hulk story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and she does have strength, breaks the desk with her hand, you know, or the table with her finger. So it's got those moments in it. But it really it really works. It really shines. It it's very reminiscent of that the She Hulk uh from the Dan Slott. Yeah. Um I like it. It's a nice continue on from that.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it's a nice continuation from even the FF. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's the same smart character that is just won't put up with any BS anymore. Yeah. You know? She's just like, no, I'm I'm too good for this. I'm an Avenger, a part-time Fantastic Fourer. I'm I'm the damn She-Hulk like, P.S. I'm also attorney at law, attorney My own at law. office okay, I'm done with legal runaround here it's all She-Hulk time I'm gonna beat these damn robots and then go up to Tony Stark's office and be like, seriously Tony you sent your damn robots on me, like you could have turned them off, he's like no, I honestly didn't know that was going on down there. <laughs> I, everything's automated. I, I, I don't, don't deal know. with that. I can deal with everything else here. Can you he talk to you legal? It's like, yeah, yeah. Give me the runaround. Well, he's really good at his job. I just don't know what he it is. never calls me. Yeah, I <laughs> never have to deal with anything. <laughs> so that's why he has his job. And that's, I think that's the fun of this book is that kind of character and don't take no gruff, no gruff. Paul doesn't like gruff. No, who does? Do we want to
0: do what our favorite book from the month was? We doing we doing our uh, a power
1: ranking. Do we want to do a power ranking? Okay, let's do uh, it. I would have
0: to I would have to do paper. Okay, for
1: it. uh, post it. you guys just shout out the names that I'm forgetting. Uh, I'm gonna do Miss <laughs> Marvel number one, then She Hulk number two. Well, number one this is my second. Um, then all I'm forgetting all the rest of them. I don't know if there's another. other. can give you a pin. Um, pencil. What what were the other ones? Bitter March. Oh the Winter Joker's Soldier Daughter. Bitter Oh yeah, Winter Soldier, Bitter March, number three. Uh how many books do we have? Five? Yeah, five. Uh then New Warriors is last. And then whatever that other book what that we did it was it was number five. Oh, Joker's Daughter <laughs> is four. Ugh. Ugh. Joker's Daughter or New Warriors. Uh, I would be more keep, keep likely on for like one more minute. I would more likely up. pick up a new Warriors book again more than the we Joker did five Starter. books, right? Yeah. yeah. So New Warriors number four, and then Joker's Daughter was the worst. It's just, uh, just not interest. Just not interesting. to me.
2: Uh, you guys are gonna hate me, maybe. All
1: right, I'm gonna go Bitter March number
2: one. Wow, uh, I really love. I love that spot. One two three is really good. I'm going to go She-Hulk number two, and really I think it's because I just read it today, mm-hmm. and Miss Marvel, nine number three, is from a month ago. So I'm really just remembering. I do remember they loved it. All three of these are high. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, there's a reason
1: they're one, two, and mm-hmm. three. Uh, I'm going to go number four. Huge drop-off, right? Huge drop-off. From one, two, three, and then it's like, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, if I could put just blank spaces here, I would. I'm going to go Joker's Daughter because it's a one-shot. It's just, I don't need to pick up anything else.
2: I don't need to think about it. I got it. I read it. I know about that character. I have that knowledge now. If somebody goes, What's the deal with Joker's daughter? I can tell them. Yeah.
1: Uh, number five is going to be New Warriors. John, ask me what the deal with uh, Joker's daughter is. What's the deal with Joker's daughter? I hope she never shows up <laughs> in any of your books because, <laughs> seriously, it's just a waste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing with picking up number two of New Warriors. Don't
2: care about any of those characters. Nothing made me want to. If I heard that Scarlet Spider is going around with that girl in Scarlet Spider, might make me pick up Scarlet Spider. I enjoyed that dynamic. But even then, it would be. Namora's not enough <laughs> to sell to you.
1: It would be. God and God at the same time.
2: <laughs> Nobody saw that but me, Paul. And I, I wasn't going to say it. I caught it. the end of it when he was like. <laughs> rubbing his chin. Um. So, yeah, no, New Warriors, number
0: five. For me, uh number one, Miss Marvel. It, it's a book that I would not have picked up if we didn't do a comic book podcast at all, and I'm glad I did because it's something that I, it will probably continue to read for at least, like, three or four issues.
1: I probably would have picked up number one because I heard about it on NPR, and I'm that kind of a <laughs> stupid NPR listener where I'm like, Oh, it's on NPR.
0: And this is a... Once I finish it, it'll probably be up here. Uh Winter Soldier. It seems like it's a lot of fun, and I've really enjoyed just like the first ten <laughs> pages of it. Um, I went Joker's Daughter next. Because, no, it's it's not a great uh-huh. book, but it was intriguing. It had a hook to it. it. It won't make me want to read any more of the Joker's Daughter, but... There was enough there to keep me like wanting to be like, okay, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And, and you got
2: the knowledge of that character. I got the knowledge.
0: The next two are tied for fourth. Because I like She-Hulk, and I did not know that Charles Soul was a lawyer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which kind of like makes me want to check out She-Hulk a little bit more, because I want to see what kind of wacky law antics she can get into. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Javier Polito's art. Like that hurt it a okay. little bit for me. It's just that it's too stark.
1: I like it. I think I'm it's like I
0: d I don't mind it, but it's just it doesn't jump off the page for me while with New Warriors number one, like I love Marcus Toe artwork. Like the dude does great, great art. Well here But the book just there wasn't enough there for me to care about.
2: I didn't even realize it was Marcus Toe till you said and usually He's an artist that you go, you really go. Wait, who's doing this book? And then you're like, oh, of course I love it. It's him. It really like it just felt like any Marvel comic.
1: Yeah, because. that hurts. That hurts me, John. Who is doing the ink? Uh, no, I'm seeing. Marcus I, Toe? it's I'm, the I'm same sure. guy that we're used to. Because I, 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 I love Marcus Toe. Actually, with Marcus Toe, it's a heavier line. I feel, and I didn't get that because I know he does new warriors some of his own stuff it's I, not as thick of a line. I I'm just I I love his
2: artwork but mm-hmm. I it did not pop up in in his book. Mm-hmm. It did not make anytime I see his books I usually go, "Wow, <laughs> this book is so great." And then I go back and I say, "Wow, this book I didn't even it? think about looking With at." With Marcus who's Feuille, in there. he's
1: a he's a journeyman I think of that comic book style. Like you put him on a book and he's going to do really good rendering, you know, nice renderings of any kind of comic book character but yeah i I, yeah i don't like i follow
0: him on tumblr too and he always puts up the sketches of the stuff that he's doing now and he did a lot of stuff like here's me trying to get a you know grip on speedball like here's Mm -hmm. how like i'm gonna try to draw him yeah so it it was kind of cool seeing the progress that he made Mm -hmm. up to that um he just put up a thing the other day he's like no now i'm working on issue number four like you know Two and three are in the bag. Like, cool.
1: I'm glad know, he's like, keeping I, up on those
2: double shipping I, over at Marvel. I, I don't. I don't see anything that know, like that. That face right there, like the The, mean, face, like, the RC, faces RK are good, and then like in the back, in the background,
0: there's like, like the one panel. uh it's so hard going back with um, Justice where he's like blasting the one scene. thing with like his telekinesis. Like that was a cool.
2: I don't remember where it is. Like panel, oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. Like that. That Speed was ball, like. the speedball one. Was good. It's you keep going. Where is it? Because it's when she shows up that he blasts her. Even still, it just like yeah, like that panel right there. Like that's just it's cool. Like it's good, but it's not. It's not his. Stand out. It's not his quality that really really pops. And that's all I'm saying. Like okay. it it it. Just past his comic book art, where it didn't seem like it had his normal flair. Yeah.
1: And if you don't think this episode had its normal flair, then, well, we apologize. Screw you! Yeah. (laughs) But leave us a rating and review over on iTunes anyways, because I live over those ratings and reviews, and I don't think we've had one for a year. Wow. I feel bad, you know. Guys, come on. Makes me feel sad. Come on. Would be Nice. For St. Patrick's Day. Get we, drunk no, and had, leave us in reading. We had a
0: pseudo-review from Lexi.
1: Yeah, but was it on iTunes? No, because then, she couldn't no, log in because she didn't have an iTunes. Yeah, well, then it doesn't count, does it? <laughs> it doesn't count. It was, it was
0: left via voicemail, Paul. Yeah. Nobody else has done that. <laughs>
1: But find us over
2: on the Facebook, uh, like us there. We actually really get excited anytime we see that somebody new has liked us. And we would be even more excited if you would interact with us. Yeah, so
0: far it's just for the show, Steve, over there. Uh, But you can also follow us over at Twitter. Um, I always put up stuff on the Instagram, like when we're doing things, too. Like, hashtag bag and board it. Because, you know, if you want to see what books we're talking about or what beers we're drinking, that's where you can find that out. Just email us, please.
1: We're all over the internet. Contact at BagdenBoard or in BagdenBoardCast or individually at Paul at BagdenBoardCast, John at BagdenBoardCast, or Chris at BagdenBoardCast. And,
2: and we just got- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you did not
2: succeed in that at all. <laughs> His head went, I just, I just beamed Paul in the I, head with a piece of paper. I just died in the garbage His head moved. I, I, it was not, <laughs> it was not intentional, Paul. I did some oh, really oh. bad shot. Uh, you are not bull. That one was intentional. Not good, <laughs> Well, be sure to tune in next week when we'll be Does talking. Does that really about- hurt? No. That just surprised me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> be sure to tune in next week when we'll be talking about something else, and well, next month we'll we'll probably be talking about at least two of the books we picked for the list. Yeah, more than likely.